Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. I'm Jody, and along with my long-distance bestie, Amanda, we live to break down all the things we love to hate. Each week, we scour TV, TikTok, and pop culture and deliver you our unfiltered, snarky takes on everything. Take a moment to subscribe on YouTube so you catch all our live streams and shows and all the links in the banner to subscribe to our free weekly podcast and two Patreon shows, We Love to Hate TV and Total Request Podcast where you request the shows and we break them down. Once subscribed, you have instant access to our massive library of hundreds of past shows and recaps. We promise you'll love it. And listen, we're all friends here, so let us hear from you in the comments. We love getting to know you and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, let's go. Hello, everybody. Happy Sunday, Walter. Walter, say hello. Say happy Sunday. How's everyone? Um, it is, we're coming up on the end of June here, getting into July. And um, Jody, I'll be back next week. But for today, I have a very special guest again. Um, one of my best buddies in the whole world who happens to be moving to Calgary in like two months. And I could not be more excited. She has a couple podcasts too. You all know her. You all love her. Uh, it's Justine. Hi, Hi Justine. Hey, Thank girl. you so much for having me. Uh, I just noticed your poster is not behind you. So when I was selling my house, I took it down because oh, I didn't want to like scare exactly. anyone off. And then I just <laughs> haven't put it back up again. But once I move in the new house, it'll be the first thing you see the first time we record. Obviously. So Yeah, it's a picture of a, it's a poster of Snooki and Ron just like being. Born. And we're spiraling. <laughs> that that episode is so funny because there's a really funny shot in it. It's like this episode of a uh, family vacation where they stay up all night obviously doing cocaine the entire time especially like, ron oh i mean jesus christ but like then they go to like that club during it's like eight o'clock in the morning and like it's like no senior frogs i think yeah 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 and then there's just this like somebody's going around with balloon animals and then there's just this hilarious like <laughs> editing choice where it just smashes to ron and he's just like he's like he's just slowly starting, starting to come down He's but like, he's wearing a he's wearing a balloon yeah. like, hat over <laughs> his like his... backwards hat. Oh and god, he's like drunk, like trying to play air hockey with like a five year old kid. And Ronnie's like, "Leave the baby alone! Come on, <laughs> what are you doing?" 
Well, uh, well, thank you for joining me. You guys have all been so wonderful to do to do this with me. Uh, you have no idea how much I appreciate. Oh, uh, I've been looking forward to it. I'm uh, I'm drinking some wine. It's twelve yes. o'clock where I am, so nobody Cares. judge me. Sunday, you're, Sunday. You're sleeping in Ron. Right now. Exactly. I'll be spiraling <laughs> by the end of this. So let's I do so. it. Yeah, and and I uh, I even I told you um I. I'm ex- I was excited about this because you have my you and me I think have the most similar um taste in TV and not so much movies cuz you're like you love all this weird shit but like horror but I mean our TV shows are pretty much like right on point with each other so yeah. um this be, this should be good uh everyone's everyone's here already hello jean jean is here hello correspondent cody's bff yeah. trainer bill is here <laughs> I love some of the names, the relish, <laughs> the relish tray is somebody's name, Mary's wet bar. Um, Erica. Hello, Erica. Hi, uh, Erica. She's going, yeah, she's going to be, uh, she's uh, Justine's co-host, kind of. It's like an we do a like crossover series called Surreal Shore. And Erica is like the American version of me. Like her and I are the exact same person. It's the she's weirdest great. Thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like you and her both reached out to me in my Amanda Loves to Hate Teen Mom 1.0 days. And it is it's taking a risk when somebody reaches out and is like, oh, I'll come on your podcast because you don't know if they're going to be good or not. Um, And both of you actually everyone I've had, I have not had a single like stinker at all. But both you and her, like it was just like immediate like chemistry. And it was just completely random so you guys are both you're, you're made you're you were meant to be podcasters yay um and eric is also going to be um co-hosting this with me uh, sometime in july when jody has to take another week off um let's talk about um your uh podcasts here which one do you want to talk about first which one do you want to plug first Oh, geez. Um, Well, they're two kind of completely different podcasts. The first one, obviously, with Julie Resting Bitch Face, where we just talk about, you know, whatever we want to talk about that week. Sometimes we do like full pop culture breakdowns of what's going on, TMZ articles. Sometimes we talk about like, am I the assholes? Sometimes we just bitch about our own lives. Yeah, just everything. Um, yeah, it's a fun time. And the other one is the Shore Store, of course, all things Jersey Shore, Florabama Shore, All-Star Shore, basically everything in that category. Like I want to cover Buck Wild at some point, like basically anything that's been on like MTV or Bravo. And um, right now I'm recapping Vanderpump Rules season two. And Teen Mom Young and Pregnant season one on my Patreon. So Ooh, that's a throwback to the past. It's 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 a good time. I'm having fun doing it. So we thought, we're here. We were we're here to celebrate a birthday party. It was the second episode ever of Young and Pregnant. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. And Ashley completely started it. Oh my god! It, no, wait. No. It's a baby think- shower. Why can't we just be happy? Right, but then there's a, the other the birthday, oh, the birthday party one during Bar's birthday, and Ashley's yes. wearing that really unflattering red dress where her boobs look like flat pancakes. I yeah. wore that exact <laughs> same dress to my brother's wedding. You have like it's from Fashion good, Nova. <laughs> you have better boobs than her that actually stay up. Anyway, not to shame Ashley because she's like 
stunning. So anyway, um, well, she's anyway, a horrible everyone, person, though. Oh, she's terrible. So is Bar. So is his mom. <laughs> so is everyone on those uh, shows. Why the fuck would anyone sign up for them if you're not? Um, okay, let's see here. I want to talk about just quickly. I went to Kinky Boots with my dad at a community theater and I was like this is gonna be rough it takes place in Liverpool so the accents are supposed to kind of sound like the Beatles and they didn't it was it was a cacophony of different accents just like kind of British every so often um there's always that one person that sounds more Australian like I feel like when I try to do a British accent that's what comes out I can do a good Cockney accent yeah that one that one's super easy but like the i mean it's hard to like because there's so many different accents in there but like this was this was rough but it was it was fine like it was good um my dad got like wasted as he always does at these shows and he like doesn't drink but like i think he uses these shows to just like get wasted yeah um and he uh he's taught the whole time he's like didn't you bring money why didn't you bring money i forgot my money He, he always gets these 50 50 tickets you know what that is yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So he gets these fucking 50-50 tickets. He finds out that they take Visa. It's this whole fucking thing. But he ends up buying them like a minute before they started. He buys like them. the row of them, like the receipt that just has the numbers on them. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> but he won. He won $175. <gasps> nice. <laughs> and I've never this seen alcohol that. money for the night. No, he was so fucking. He's like, oh, I'm going to use this for season tickets. I'm like, you told me that these were part of season tickets that you already bought for us and he's like no 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 he's like no I, I was gonna buy them anyway and I'm like why do you lie about this stuff he's such a weirdo but I've never seen him happier and for the most part people usually just give the money back to the theater that's like kind of what you're supposed to do and he's like I'm keeping this shit I would too $175 yeah that's awesome that. that pays for like your dinner and your drinks like the night of the show Sure. I mean, we didn't go for dinner. He didn't want to. I asked. (laughs) Um, Can I invite myself to a show with you and Ron when I move there? And Don. Oh, my dad's name is Don. We're not going anywhere with with Ron. Okay. Okay. Don. And uh, can I get drunk with him too? (laughs) Yes. He would. He would love you for sure. (laughs) So yeah, for sure. Oh my God. The things. The things we're gonna do in Calgary. Are you coming to the Stampede? Um, I don't know yet. I really want to. However, You're trying to um, justify the expense. Of, of course, I've been looking up um, Halloween events because I'll be there for fall. Oh yeah. Um, and did you know there's a Halloween event every year at Stampede Park called Scream Fest, and it's Canada's largest Halloween event. And they have oh, adult no, only that. nights where the whole entire park serves alcohol. So I'm like gonna make you come there with me and do the haunted houses with me oh totally I'll, I, I would totally do I, I don't mind a haunted house okay awesome I can't handle the uh well we're gonna talk about terrifier too later <laughs> but um let's see who's who's in here uh we got Joe in Salt Lake City Cody's BFF trainer Bill uh aka Beaker Face Melissa we got Mona Reiki in the chat it's a great group of people here. Okay. And we have uh, 69 people in here right now. Good number. Amazing. It was meant to be fate. Seriously, worst sexual sexual position in the world. I hate it. I, hate I it. agree. I need to focus on one of the things. <laughs> yes. I'm concentrating on this right now. I mean, can anyone feel what's going on back there? Yeah. Um, let me talk really quickly about what, what I got lined up uh, this week. 
for all of our shit. We got on Love to Hate TV, uh, Sister Wives Season 7, Episode 4, Vegas Surprise. Um, this is where they decide to throw Cody a party. And he has, like, and they all, it's, like, the worst party ever. They all dress up, all the wives dress up as, like, different, like, cards. Because they're doing Vegas theme. Robin's I, like, I remember the episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Robin's like, I think that we should just do, like, a Vegas theme, you know? I'm like, brilliant. Uh, here's Cody wearing a fucking... <laughs> Like he's so miserable. Oh my god. <laughs> he feels like such a dipshit and he looks like what? Uh they all, they all dress up as a different card. And Robin, of course, gets to be hearts. And then on TRP, which let me explain this again. Um, because I actually explained it last week and I messed it up even I, I made it more complicated than it needed to be. If you wanna if you only want TRP and you're not interested in sister wives at all. I would just join either tier one of love to hate TV or just go over to patreon.com slash TR pod. Cause there that's all the back episodes and we do new episodes there. But this week we're doing an episode of dead to me. Do you watch that show? I've never seen it, but I've had a million people tell me that it's incredible and I have to watch it. So it's really good. It's actually kind of difficult to recap good episodes like it was like one of our shortest episodes because like it's hard you can't really snark on it that much when you just yeah. get a really great episode of something it the performances are great the story is great we still had a shit ton of fun and we uh you know we still snarked on it a lot but you uh, guys are good at doing good shows too like when i hear you guys talk passionately about a good show with good performances they're also really good episodes so oh okay well thank you okay good Thank you. Great. Uh, what else? And then on um, Amanda Loves to Hate Teen Mom. Jesus Christ. I just had a stroke. Amanda Loves to Hate Teen Mom this week. It's uh, Teen Mom OG Season 5 Episode 7. First time for everything, which I'm just noticing now in the banner that I misspelled. Time. Cool. First time for everything. That's how, that's how Leah would spell it. Um, and I need to record that tonight. That'll be up tonight. And that's it. Um, let's see here. All right. What do we want to discuss? Oh, well, obviously first I told, I told you last night, I'm like, we're right on the cusp of this, not even being interesting news anymore, but we caught it just in time. And we're going to talk about this fucking submarine. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, think? to quote Anthony D. Domenico. Amazing episode, <laughs> by the way. Like, I'm not going to pay $250,000 to go somewhere where I have to sit cross-legged, smushed, and all I can smell is breath. Yeah. Like, rest in peace to all of these people. Like, seriously. Of course, yeah. It's, it's honestly, like, even b before this, like, when it first happened, I was just saying, like, what a horrible way to go. Like, I, I can't imagine. Actually, apparently it wasn't a horrible way to go. Apparently it was, like, it was <laughs> quick, but still yeah. just everything. Um, I'm so scared of the ocean in the first place. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's crazy. And at the same time, like they all signed waivers that said death in them multiple times. And it's very much just. Yeah. A, a rich person thing I guess I don't know there's so many other things I could think of to do with that much money that it's wild to me that you, anyone would even want to do that but that's just me 
I can't fathom having that much money because, like, I don't need it and I couldn't even spend that much. Well, actually, I probably could because I piss my money away like no one else. Same. Money burns such a hole I in my pocket. piss it away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh, mom, like, we keep going up in numbers on Patreon. She's like, oh, you must have a really good savings going there. And I'm like, uh-huh. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I save every penny I make from podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah got about a grand in there and then also i have like all of all these i keep getting approved for more credit cards because like my credit is clear oh the devil and they keep upping my limit i'm like why however i will say i believe in the united states they let you have more debt than they do in canada so i feel like that's why like cody and robin are in the position that they're in i feel like in canada they they don't let you get to like the point of no return I could be wrong. Interesting. Though. Well, yeah. I don't know. In two years, I've I've, I've you'll, you'll see. Every time I go to Walmart, by, which by again, Walmart is Walmart in Canada is Target in America, and yeah. every time they ask me like, "Do you want to apply for a Walmart credit card?" I'm. It's always. I'm like, no, I can't. I will max that thing out in like a month, probably. Same. Even if it was like. 10 grand on there. I would find a way to max it out. Um, okay. So this submarine, um, the fact that there was a, sc- they were only seeing it through a screen. They weren't even seeing the actual Titanic. Right. Right. So like, what's the point? Just watch the movie Titanic. Watch, they go down watch, there. Watch the videos on YouTube that are everywhere of them exploring it down there, like professional camera crews and stuff. Like, Anything, yeah, and watch the, the movie. The saddest thing is knowing that that kid was scared and didn't want to do it. Yeah, so I sent you guys the article in our group chat that was like, I mean, listen, anyone, when these things happen, anyone who knew them can say anything to get a dollar from a, a news article. So, you know, take it as you will. But apparently the 19-year-old kid who was on there with his dad was like estranged from his dad and Um, It was Father's Day weekend and his dad was like, this is what I really want to do. So he was like terrified to do it. But he's like, I'm going to do this with my dad on Father's Day. And then it happened. So it's like, man, when daddy issues goes wrong, it's (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the height of daddy issues. Listen, I I got daddy issues like the rest of them, but I ain't getting on that fucking thing for my dad. I'm sorry. Uh, no. And now no. James Cameron's coming out now and doing all I know. It. It's like, like you, I totally knew. You directed a Hollywood movie. Like why are you talking about this? He's been down there like 11 times or something. Oh, oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, I think like he like this might be totally wrong. I feel like he helped fund like the very first submersible that was like able to take civilians down there. But that might be totally Jesus. wrong. But like he was obsessed with the Titanic before he even made the movie. So right. he's been down there several times. But now he's speaking as this expert. He's like, I saw it and you know, I, I knew I knew that something wasn't right there. So and but I, I mean I, I guess he told people and they didn't do anything. Um, let's see here. Catherine says in Canada they would not be able to buy those houses with without substantial down payments. Yeah, definitely not. There is like uh, I don't I don't know if they're calling it like a housing crisis in Canada, but like if you can afford to buy a house in Canada, like you are beyond blessed. Like it is insane. I can't believe how quickly you guys closed on your house. 
We lucked out because we had all of these houses uh, saved to look at that we were excited to go see. And there's a lot of catfishing in the real estate world. Like it will look incredible on your phone through pictures. And then when you go to actually see it in person, you see all the things that are wrong with it. Um, didn't, you, so, didn't you walk in on somebody cooking in their underwear? So, yeah, we walk in um, <laughs> and, you know, the the the. Um, the agent like knocks on the door like hello is anyone here and someone answers and she's like oh I think we're early like we can come back in a bit give you some no come in come in so we're like are you sure yeah come in this dude's in his boxers just like frying himself up some eggs it's like 12 30 great PM, great by the smell way. to put throughout the house by the way yeah and then he's like oh yeah there's all the bedrooms are upstairs just go up there look none of the beds are made there was like a cigarette butt on one of the the counters there's like empty like liquor bottles that's everywhere. insane to me i didn't let you look at my backyard <laughs> you're like can i see your backyard and i was like no. you're like nope like shut the blinds <laughs> like, it's me. don't look like pulled the blinds down further i just got it redone you can look at it now uh because like i hadn't cleaned it up and i think there was like walter had pooped out there and i didn't clean it and i was like i just can't they cannot look outside i oh can't imagine God. not having my bed made when somebody was like that's like my the house. first thing like and it's crazy too because when someone came to look at my house when we were selling I like left the house like 40 minutes before the viewing even was. I'm like, I don't want to run into them. I don't want to know. Like, I just want to really, get out because of here. Because when, when my landlord, you know, made me move back to Canada, which I mean, thank God. But um, I had to show the house every time people would come. Like, I had to walk around and be like, here's the living room and here's the garage and here's this. I had to be like the realtor at this house. It sucked. So what? I feel less bad about leaving my entire household full of shit just on the driveway because she definitely would have had to pay like a thousand dollars to get like people to come pick it up off the street. Damn. I don't that care. Sucks. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Jean says that James Cameron holds the records for deepest dive. And I'm sure that has to do with how much money he has. Uh, Jay Schwa, hello, says that guy was going to be a dick when he grew up. I mean, I guess that's a good probably probably yeah do you know james cameron is canadian and he went to film yeah. school in niagara falls like crazy no i remember i i so specifically remember when he won the oscar and he said i'm the king i'm the king of the world and then people like were really upset about it and i remember him going into do you remember that okay well maybe that oscar, age gap Maybe that age gap, but it, in his Oscar speech right at the end, he's like, you know, I just, I, I'm, I'm the king of the world. And the audience was like, it was a tepid. They're like, uh-huh. but Awkward. then like, but it wasn't that, like, why is he not allowed to say that? It's from I mean, his he, like, movie. So. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, what's his face said, show me the money when he won his Academy Award. It's just cringe. It is. It's just, it's but, just cringe. But then he did bit, an interview like the next day or something, or like within the week of people being like, "Yeah, that wasn't very well received." And he's like, "Well, let me explain this. It's actually a line from the movie." It's oh like, my god, that know. makes it worse yeah, that you, you know, have it to does explain make it, it. I know. <laughs> and like we all know that's a line from the movie. That's not what the problem was. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, anyway, well, but it was. I mean, I went over to my mom's house for dinner. She made ribs, Amanda, and blueberry cheesecake. And mm. um, we were watching the news because 
I, I never watch the news because I don't have uh, cable. So we went, I, I, I'm like, I would like to watch the news and see what's like going on. And everything's about this Ocean Gate thing. And at this point, this was Sun Monday. Well, I don't, Wednesday. It was right at the time where they were about to run out of air. And Justine and I have never heard Ron speak so much. He was fired up. He was fired up. He was like standing up and like acting stuff out about this. Like he was obsessed with this thing. So it brought us. What was he saying? He was, he, he's very, very intelligent. He's a very intelligent man. He just, he, he doesn't really talk that much, but like Mm -hmm. when he, he was just talking about like, oh, this is, he knew like all like the numbers, all the facts, all the, like the uh, amount of oxygen they had, like he knew everything, but Anyway, it turned out that they just, it, that the thing just went down and then just immediately like imploded. And I watched lots of TikTok videos of like people crushing soda cans really quickly. And it's like, this is what it was like. That's horrible. Well, better than like sitting there like with but like at a the same time. Why shit. would you even want to do that? Like, that's what blows my mind. It's like for that amount flex. of money, you can take a private jet somewhere. Yeah, like true. if I'm spending that much money, I'm having like a luxury service. I'm not sitting crunched up like this, you know. I'm I'm also super claustrophobic, so me I can't. too. And I can't even sit cross-legged because my ankle doesn't bend. That <laughs> so I don't even know how I do sitting. I have like one leg straight out and then one kind of like turned in. But I mean, and I I think we talked about this, but like, guess what my first thought was? What my first concern was? Uh, where are you going to go to the bathroom? Yeah. I'm like, I, I mean, I have, I have excessive shit. I, I went at, at a nine 58. I'm like, Oh, Justine, I have to use the bathroom, but don't worry. I'll be back in by 10. I was back in one minute. Um, that that's me on a good day. <laughs> I haven't even eaten anything today. Can you imagine with the anxiety of being like underwater in the, in the pitch black? Oh I mean, my God. I would just what be was super the... old what was the plan? Like, how long were they supposed to be down there for? A couple hours? It was, like, yeah, like a couple hours, and then they come back up. It was okay. just supposed to be like a day trip. Um, Veggie Queen asks, what is the bathroom? It was like, honestly, a bucket. There was like an area you could kind of crawl to and use it. But like, I think you're still pooping in front of everyone. But if you're only gone for a couple hours, you go to the bathroom before well, you leave. But look who you're talking to here. I would need, I'd be like, I need to know that there's some kind of privacy here. Um, Grace Taylor says, did you hear Cody paid off Coyote Pass? Um, Good for him if that's true. That is how? By doing cameos? Probably. These, These celebrities make a lot of money from cameo. They make like, a lot of them make like six figures easily just from doing cameo. Yeah, Big Ed. Big Ed I mean, makes hundred grand a year. Yeah, pe- people love cameo. It's a great way for public figures to make money. Um, my brother-in-law might be moving to Flagstaff, Arizona. He's gonna see them all over the place because all of our Flagstaff listeners are like, I see, I see them all all the time. He doesn't so watch Mister Wives, but he has a potential job opportunity there. And when he said Arizona, and I said, Oh, where in Arizona? And then he said Flagstaff, and I gasped. And I was like, it's really nice. I've done a couple like, and he was like he's like, what? Because he's like, he's never heard of Sister Wives. He doesn't know what this is. I'm wow. Like, oh, How do you live I'm, without? <laughs> I am coming to visit you and we are going on a tour. We won't yeah. stalk anybody, but we'll, we'll do a little drive. That's, that's nice of you. We'll eat at um, 
what was the restaurant with the lemons, the fat olive? We'll eat there. Fat we'll olives, yeah. Things. It's actually supposed to be good. Um, let's see. Yeah, it was a bucket. Uh, Jay Schwa says it was 81 hours. Okay. That's a lot. I'd probably poop 25 times in 81 hours. It's like you'd need a separate bucket. We're going to need a bigger bucket. <laughs> How do you feel about pooping on airplanes? Like I would I don't think I could poop on an airplane. I will poop I, like, everywhere because I always I've pooped in supermarkets. I've pooped in like um a low point in my life. I was at a liquor store and it hit me and I asked to use their bathroom and it was like in a janitor closet and I didn't have a toilet seat. And I sat down and I shit my brains out. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Gotta go. Um, Holly, hi Holly, says James Cameron has been down thirty three times. That's crazy. What are you looking at though? It's it, nothing's changing. Yeah, what I have no name? interest in going into the sea like that. Um, Amanda says Janelle supposedly paid a significant amount. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, who was it Julie that sent us a thing that was like not it I don't know if it was cameo but you can pay like a hundred dollars to talk to Janelle for oh Carling sent us that and I was like yeah pay a hundred and twenty dollars to talk to me on the phone for 20 minutes like you know who does that a lot Chris from Thousand Pound Sisters you know like word of this day like the brother He does those all the time. He has a thing where you can pay him money to like um, either DM him or to like talk with him over the phone. Like it's wild. But honestly, if I were in a position like that and like because we've talked about this before where it's like they're too famous to get a normal job, but they're not famous enough to be like millionaires off of it. So it's like, what else do you do at that point? You know, like you might as well do cameo in these phone call things and I would else. I would need a guarantee that she will answer any question that I ask like I don't I can't I don't, I don't want it to be like you can't ask about Cody because then what the fuck are we doing here right I think Janelle would be like honest about Cody yeah well actually speaking of which I feel like we're doing our sister wives news we usually do that last but let's just get it out of the way now um there's no there's no actual like sequence here uh, someone sent me, and I won't say her name because she has uh, this person just escaped um, a narcissistic marriage. So she's okay. finally out, and one of her friends got her a cameo from Christine, which um, I was thinking about asking her to play it on here, but she says her name in it, and so I just didn't want to like dox her at all. But it is an amazing cameo. Did you watch it? I sent it to you guys. Yes. Um, I've seen a few cameos from Christine. That one, the one that she did, you and Jody. I've seen a few other ones. Christine is incredible at doing cameos. Like she is because she, she it takes the like time. She's your friends. Yeah. Like she cares yeah. about you. She's got Christine's got an incredible personality. Um, she said, Oh, Holly says, um, I hate to say it, Amanda, but if you have the metal and scar tissue removed from your ankle, your mobility will come back. Yeah, no thanks. Not doing that. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine clutching onto the railing every time I go down the stairs one foot at a time for the rest of my life. Um, But this cameo from Christine was like, that is so great that you escaped a narcissist. And she's like, you know, she kind of starts off kind of slow. Like she's not saying it, but she's like, yeah, people, I was talking to someone the other day and they were saying that Cody was a narcissist and anyway, blah, blah, blah. But then by the end of the cameo, she's off the rails with it. 
she's like, yeah, he was a total narcissist and it sucked. And I, I mean, it's hard to get out when you're, when you're under someone's control. And she just went completely, it was like the nicest, most personal cameo ever. And she did not need to divulge that situation, but Christine doesn't give a fuck anymore. She wants Cody to see this shit. And my mom is like, Christine is so immature. She's like, she's acting like she's 16 and she's like trying to make her ex-boyfriend jealous. I'm like, yeah, but as long as Cody's like upset about it, then I'm fine with it. I think she's more just like playing with the fans. Like, I feel like maybe now that she's like, quote unquote, free, she's like seen more stuff online and maybe read more stuff what people think. Uh, like think about her and Cody and maybe now for the first time she's realizing like wow the audience loves me and they hate Cody so she's like playing it up with the nacho thing and whatnot um yesterday I actually randomly watched an episode of Sister Wives I watched the one where um Mary and Janelle meet um Leon's girlfriend at the time i don't know if they're that was still such together. a weird episode and, that and they do that you to do it right and they do this like women's march or whatever but um at the beginning of the episode when leon invites is her name audrey i think over yes. uh to say like hey this is my girlfriend and it's really awkward i actually started crying a little bit when christine was like nice to meet you congratulations and she just gave them both a hug like just the energy that she i don't know why it made me like tear up and i'm like she is like somebody that's like meant to have children and like make the world a better place and it is so rare when i say that because like i hate kids i don't think anyone should have kids but she is somebody that like is meant to have that role i don't know i can't describe it but um yeah it was wild i think in that episode in fact cody gets all butthurt because he's like well, you're going to do this march, but polygamists are really uh, threatened by the government, too. And everyone's like, but that has nothing to do with the march. Or In the next episode, they all go back to Utah to try to march against, like, the laws against yes. polygamy or something. But guess what? So Robin doesn't go. One. And then Christine signs her entire, like, children's lives over to Robin. But she didn't try to have a relationship with these people. Awful. Oh my god. Uh let's see what's going on here. Walter is so cozy in his bed. I know he oh, he looks like I abuse him. Like <laughs> he looks like an abused dog. Look at him. This he just he knows he knows what to do. Like he just knows that you're doing your thing right now. When we wrap up, he'll be ready to go out. Like he just but he knows. knows he knows the word podcast and he'll he'll run to this bed. I'll say uppies and he'll go up the stairs. Like he knows words. <laughs> so cute walter stinky where's mom where's ron yep you're 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 not the most spoiled fucking dog in the world uh let's see uh grace says what would you pay to see the sister wives cast on survivor or i'm a celebrity get me out of here um, honestly i would i would love to see any of them on any of these reality shows where they mix and mingle celebrities together like it doesn't necessarily even have to be like a survival one but like um the surreal life or any of those you know like it would be hilarious to see cody with like with like dennis rodman or something like that okay yes who who would you put with cody and Robin, I guess. Like, who do you think would call them, like, call them on their shit? 
I would love to see Tom Sandoval and Cody Brown go at it because although Tom Sandoval, some can argue, might have similar traits, in Tom Sandoval's mind, he's the complete opposite of Cody Brown. So I would love to see them go at it. Well, in Cody's mind, he's the exact opposite of what exactly. I got in another fight last night at like 2 a.m. with someone on Robin's Instagram. (laughs) I would also love to see Robin with like Farrah Abraham or like somebody who is so like fake boobs, BBL, like dresses really provocatively. And I would love to have like them in the same house together and how they would work together. Or I'd like to see her with like an Omarosa, someone who's like very like, who's famous, but also like smart and can like back up her own shit and then have, I would love to have Omarosa call. Robin would actually cry real tears if Omarosa. Imagine Robin on The Celebrity Apprentice back in the day. Like, Like, I just think, I think we should just sell our jewelry. (laughs) Can you imagine her being team leader? Oh my God. She would come into it being like, I was meant for this. I, 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 I own a business and I think I can handle this. And then like the first episode, she'd be the one like crying, being like, please send me home. It's harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. She'd probably leave like after like the, like the quick fire challenge, like part of the, (laughs) She'd leave before the actual like challenge. Robin would have a stomach ache and never participate. A hundred percent. A million percent. That's what would happen. Here's a, this is funny. Amanda says, uh, well, gotta go pick up Savannah. <laughs> now leaving the show. Is it Savannah like in her twenties now? She just graduated high school. So she's like oh, okay. <laughs> so she's an adult. Bye-bye. But I feel like Janelle might be good on Celebrity Apprentice because she's so like I call mm-hmm. I call her jolly. Like that's my that was my first thought of her. Which now rewatching it, she's not. She's a shady bitch, but she can say the shadiest shit and get away with it because the way that she says it just seems very jovial. So I think yes. she could get away with being a team leader. Yeah, I think Janelle would do very well on uh, Celebrity Apprentice. Actually, of all of them, I think she'd probably do the best. Christine might be okay too, just because her she'd make it at least maybe halfway because of her personality. She would have some like narcissistic celebrity like yelling at her. She would have somebody like yelling at her, being like, "Stop singing! This isn't a joke." <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I always she... think of um, in the very last season they did with Arnold Schwarzenegger when it was like Vince Neil and Boy George were on the same team, and Vince Neil was like drinking white wine, and Boy George was like freaking out on him, like, "I'm sober, you can't have that around me." And he's like, "I need to drink wine when I write songs. I'm writing a song right now. Leave me alone." <laughs> it would be like a situation like that. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Cody would love to be team leader, says Grace. Um, Andy, <laughs> hi, Andy. She says, uh, Cody and Robin are naked and afraid. Oh, Cody. We have to be chased. I can't show my body, Cody. That's for you and God. God, she sucks so much. All right. Hello, Elise girl. She says, Guy made it for a live. Yay. Woo. Thank you for joining us. All right. Well, that was great. Oh, um, well, let me... Let's just get our sister wives stuff out of the way really quick. Um, we got a got a couple couple posts from Janelle this week. She's kind of she's kind of been off the grid this week, but she did have a couple things she wanted to let us know about. Oh well, first, uh, Christine and David went to something and they dressed up as cowboys or something. They look like Chelsea and Cole in like fifty years. Not fifty. That years is a really good time, comparison. Yeah. That like 
I think he kind of likes being on TV too. And he's the yeah. fucking hero. He's the like, hero. I'll just go, I'll just go along with whatever posts you want to make right. and I'll smile and everyone loves me. Yeah. And then I always wonder how that nacho thing, like whose idea was that? Like who, who brought that to the table as a great idea to post on Instagram? <laughs> it's horrible no matter where you think it comes from. It's just like that the behind the scenes on that has to be the worst. I almost feel like it was like Gwendolyn and Aspen or something. Not McKelty because she likes Robin, but um, because uh, she, she was completely gaslit by Robin her whole life. But I think it was like probably the kids were like, you should do something with nachos. Like I finally yeah. acknowledge it, please. Um, Janelle just discovered... Hey, look at this. Roasted asparagus in the air fryer. I have that air fryer, I feel. The red one. Oh, my word. Well, why have I not done this sooner? I roast lots of other veggies. So easy and just the right crisp. She wanted us to know that. And then also, oh, someone's having a fancy day, Justine. Fourth of July nails. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Polish Pretty by Tanika. Janelle's hands look like baby hands. Of course, Janelle is the chick that gets her nails done and she gets them like shorter than when she came in. She just gets them like, like clip them right, clip them right down to the edge there. Shorter girl. than her like actual finger. She's just like, nope. Because whenever I'm in the nail salon, I always see someone like getting a fresh set on and they like you tell them how far to clip it down, right? And they're like, nope, shorter, 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 shorter. No, shorter. Like Janelle is that person, like all the yeah. way down. All the way down. Uh, Mona Reiki in the chat says, so one of the daughters confirmed the tattoo is real. No, I believe that. I always thought it was real. Christine's tattoo on her boob. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't she get a tattoo? It's a fuck you, Cody tattoo. Everything in her life from now on is going to just be a fuck you to Cody. Like I at mean, least 10%. I'm just like praying that it doesn't come out that this guy is like a weirdo in a couple of years. Like I hope yeah. he's genuinely like a good guy because, you know, everything on social media is fake and, you know, but from what we've seen, it does seem like she's living her best life since leaving him. And like, she's always at like universal with him and the kids and stuff, like looking like she's having a great time. So, you know, good for her. Get a tattoo on your boob. Uh, Jay Schwa says, I'm uncomfortable if David pushed it, the nacho thing. Uh, yeah, no, that that would be the worst that would case be scenario weird. if it was David's uh, idea. Amandesha um, says, I was just watching the episode with the tale of two Maddies, and Cody is playing her motorcycle boyfriend. He describes the loser boyfriend as sitting on the couch and eating nachos. Cody's really triggered by nachos. So triggered. weird, eh? Like, it's, it, there's something weird about that. Am I allowed to vape my thing on yeah. here? Yeah. We're in I Canada, in, Justine. I live in Canada where it's legal. Yeah, you're fine. All right. Uh, wow, we've already we've been up for 45 minutes. We haven't even talked about a single piece of media. All right, let's let's uh, let's do this. Um, I watched a documentary that my mom, Daphne, recommended it. Amanda, you have to tell your friends. You have to tell your, your group chat. And it's good. It's fucking depressing. And it's called, where is it here? Uh... Here it is. Take care of Maya. It's on Netflix. And um, do you know anything about this at all? 
No, but I, after you told us that Daphne liked it, I did save it to my list and that's about as far as I've gone. It's about like, um, of parents who were accused of child abuse. Yeah. So she had some very rare, like disorder, um, as a kid and it's, it was a Munchausen by proxy, but like the opposite, like the doctor's all felt like it was Munchausen by proxy. And they like, they made Maya stay in this hospital for like eight months or something like that. And she wasn't even allowed to like see her mother. And then she was given this like conservatorship type thing with like this social worker who like already had been like under investigation for her own child abuse and stuff. And um, the, I mean, you can look this up anywhere, but um, she the mother was so upset about all this and she was like she couldn't she couldn't even see her they wouldn't let her see her at any of her court appearances and then the mother uh unalived herself and then right after that they investigated it and it turned out that yeah she did have this condition and she was actually sick and it's just like super super fucking tragic and then my mom just said amanda it's just another example of that american healthcare system <laughs> so <laughs> Which, which it is. I mean, it is. It's very, very sad. Um, d- yeah, like watch. Oh, people, people in the chat looked like they, they watched it. Yeah, watch it. It's depressing. It's not like I'm gonna like sit and rewatch it, but like it's a. Is it know. three episodes? Is it a one? One. One. Of it. I yeah. hate when Netflix does like a six episode thing that could have been one two. thing or yeah. two things. Yeah, it's. Uh, but the one thing makes it easier to get into for sure. Uh, okay, let's see what else. Uh, okay, let's talk about now. I watched this yesterday, uh, took me three hours, but I was completely engaged in the entire thing. Uh, where is it? Let me find it. Is it this? No, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) That was supposed to be a surprise for later. Uh, it's uh, the, the (laughs) it's the idol. What the fuck is it? Yes, Sam Levinson's The Idol. Okay, this thing is wild. This thing is fucking I'm wild. I'm so excited to hear your thoughts. Is it this? There yeah, we go. There we go. Yeah. Gotta get that media. Abel Tessafe and Lily Rose Depp. Okay, I think Lily Rose Depp is a very good actress. The first 30 seconds of the first episode you can see her acting skills right there it's incredible she's gorgeous she's got a hot body i i love her in this role i mean she's really naked pretty much the whole time even when she's wearing clothes she's it's a sam levinson show yeah but this is like this is euphoria like even worse this is worse than euphoria at least euphoria like yeah Euphoria is heavier in like the drug exploitation. I find this is more into like the sex. I find. Right. You know sense. what I don't like is that. Um, so it's her. Her. I. I. I knew nothing about Lily Rose Depp. I knew even less about The Weekend. Um, I hate him because his character is so like awful. But I okay, see so where it's going. Andy right here says The Weekend is a terrible actor. So fucking corny. Okay, so. 
the very first episode, I thought the exact same thing. Um, I have a long history with the weekend, very, very of long course, history. That with doesn't him surprise being, me at all. <laughs> being from the GTA and whatnot. Um, it's but the GTA. Greater Toronto area. Ah, okay. because uh, he's from Scarborough, one of the boroughs of Toronto. So he um I thought that at first I was like, oh, he's so bad and he is bad. But I think it's purposely done in the way where his character is purposely trying to make you feel as like uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, The the whole point is to make you feel uncomfortable as an audience. And also a fun fact about the show, the house that it's filmed in, Jocelyn's house, that's the weekend's real house. That they oh, filmed wow. in. So, so they saved them a lot of money. That's kind of a uh, cool fact. Meg says it's a hate watch for me at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not like enjoying watching it, but I did have a sex dream last night. So like, I was like, th- this is what I don't like about it. It like you never see them actually having sex. They they edge you right up to the point. And I'm like, can you just like, can I see some penetration or something at this point? Yeah, so, you like, don't see like the odd. graphic. In the last episode, you see it. You see it a little, but yeah, you're a right. A little, but not not to the point. Like they're building it up so much, and you're like, okay, we'll do it, and then you then it just cuts out, and I'm like, what the fuck? What yeah. am I here for? Uh, Grace says it's a series, not a movie. Yeah, it's a series. It uh, the fourth episode drops tonight, I think. Yeah, and I think there's only going to be six episodes, if I'm not mistaken. And then they'll wait two years until season two. Right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm loving the idol. It's like a fun watch for me. I don't love it like I want like I loved Euphoria. Like, oh my god, I have to watch it live every Sunday. Um, but it's it's keeping me like a little bit tied over. Like, you know, it's so visually stunning, just like Euphoria was. So it it does give those vibes, but at the same time, it's it is a completely different show. That um, carnival episode of Euphoria is like, honestly one of the most beautiful things I've ever watched. Incredible. Not even beautiful, but just like visually stimulating. Visually, the music the that goes along with it, like everything. It was, um, I mean, it'll stick with me forever. I will say in The Idol, the girl, her name's Rachel something. I don't know her last name, but she's in the movie Bodies, Bodies, Bodies as well. She plays um, Jocelyn's assistant slash best friend oh, yeah. in the show. Yeah. I love her. Oh, she's great. Yeah, she's really Hank good. Azaria's in it. I was like, why are you it's in Randomly, uh, Dan yeah. Levy's in it. It's yeah, very Dan- random. Playing Dan Levy. Yeah, exactly. Pl- playing, uh, what's his character's name? David. Jesus Christ, I should have known that. Um, but I would recommend it. I mean, it's a... It's a fun, it's a fun watch, I think. It's not going to change your life. Like, Euphoria actually made me really, like, and the episode we did with uh, Jody, where, where Rue is, like, running around trying to find. I call it her second Emmy episode. Oh, I mean, that episode is so good, too. What's it called? It has, like, some weird name. Uh, um, Something about, like, a mockingbird. Right. Something, yes. I mean, I it's just, it's it. an amazing show. This one, I don't know if I'll ever go and rewatch the series, but like, it's a fun little trashy show to watch just on like an afternoon. Yeah. If, if you're upset by like graphic sex talk and stuff like that, then you won't like it. But, um, what if you don't like seeing nipples every second of the show? I mean, she's got amazing body. So she's got it's great a fun nipples watch. too. She's yeah. got like those big, like thick ones. <laughs> 
Like Love sausage it. nips. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Um, the idol. Let's talk about stars on Mars. Because you're the only person I know that watched. Well, you're the one that recommended it. At this so, point, when you recommend something, I actually do finally. I listen to you. Thank you. Like, that makes me feel like, so like I'm finally starting to get vindicated a little bit after oh, like I mean, Vanderpump. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I found out about this show because of Vanderpump Rules, because I saw it in like a the avatars are so small i can't say here it is um because of course tom schwartz is on it but to me it's like an all-star cast because it's him ronda rousey uh tanashi ariel winter um christopher minspeace who most known as mclovin of course uh marshawn lynch who's like the funniest person in the NFL world yeah. ever. And he's like um, such a piece of shit on the show. Like he, he, he okay, the thing about Marshawn Lynch is like he is who he is. Like he's most famous for like being the guy in the press conferences that's like, I'm only here so I don't get fined. Oh like, he won't answer any questions. Sense. He okay, just yeah. says that. Yeah. Um but yeah, what do you think about Stars on Mars so far? I I I love it. I'm actually it sounds like such a stupid concept when you explain it to people, but the production quality is really good. Like I'm really into it. And yeah. like the um Ariel Winter is grating to me. She is absolutely grating. But she's a uh, depressing person. What do you mean? Um, just in that last episode, how they were like asking her about her experience as a child actor, and she was like, yeah, No, I was four. Show. I was forced into it. Like, no. Didn't she get? Didn't she emancipate from her parents? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, really, I'm there for Tom Schwartz. Like he is just—he's very charming, annoyingly charming. Because I know I'm not—I don't—I shouldn't like him, but like if I was—if I entered Stars on Mars somehow and he was there, I would totally try to be his friend the whole time. Wait, wait. Why what? shouldn't you like Tom Schwartz? Because everyone knows me. I'm like team hashtag justice for Schwartz. And well, well you it. also hate Katie. Yeah, I do. Well, you just in like general. <laughs> because I uh, I think that he's like super gaslighty. He's like a guy. He'll like okay. push her to the edge until she's and then he gets her until she's screaming and then he's like, whoa, you're being crazy now. It's interesting. I don't view it that way, like at all. Okay. I mean, he—I think he's very emotionally stunted and like immature. Uh, oh Andy wait, here we go. Met, um, Tom. Yeah, Andy says I met Tom Schwartz a couple weeks ago at his restaurant. He was pretty nice. I don't watch Vanderpump though, so I have no context. That might be the best way to meet Tom Schwartz, but he is like charming. He's good looking, but I mean. I feel like within five minutes of meeting him, I would know immediately like, oh, this is not somebody that you date. This is somebody that you have like, you know, friends with benefits at the very most. Right. My problem with him and Katie is that I always just felt like, yeah, he was never the best boyfriend. Like, I'm not saying I never thought that he was like this stand up guy or anything like he's he's still like a dipshit guy but I just thought that like he was always just himself and she would always try to like force him to be somebody who he wasn't and then she would get more mad at him that he wasn't that person and she would just like yell at him and be like 
why aren't you this way? And it's like, he has shown you for like 10 years who he is. So you need to just like stop yelling at him and just like accept him for who he is. And in the whole Sandoval situation, I just feel bad for him because I'm like, man, if that's your best friend in the world of 20 plus years who's doing this, like, what are you supposed to do? Sorry, if you were like, if you were Sandoval and I was Schwartz, like, I wouldn't rat on you. You're my friend. I'm going to have you. I know that, that is that is the thing. He's it seems like it went on a really long time and there could be. The point where, you know, you say, okay, look, you need to tell her by this date or I'm going to have to say something. Because it did go on for eight months, but I think longer. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I I get it. I mean, but he, I mean, he's very likable. This is fascinating to me. Uh, Amanda says, fun fact, Ariel Winter's big brother is Pugsley from the Adams Family movies. Wow. Interesting. I guess I can see it. I can see it too. For sure. Yeah. I can. <laughs> um, anyway, I think everyone should watch Stars on Mars. You can watch it. If you're in the US, you can watch it for free on Fox. How are you watching it? Great. Uh, yeah, just on cable on Fox. I just set it to record all the episodes. Oh, okay. You have actual cable. Um, all right. But yeah, guys, check it out. Uh, let's talk about... I already spoiled it here. But okay, listen. Listen fucking watched that bedroom scene one of my all-time favorite movies terrifier 2 i need you to uh, plead your case here of why you like this movie because this is awful the image i i, I kept re-watching that bedroom scene because i couldn't get it out of my head and i needed to desensitize myself to it why do you like this like when you watch um, that for the first time are you like this is great well, I watched the first one first, like, years okay. before, and I was, like, anxiously waiting for the second one. So, yes, when the second one came out, I watched it in the theater, loved the bedroom scene. I was, like, laughing along with art. I thought it was incredible. Um, I've always loved horror movies. I've loved, like, the gorier, the better. Um, I think it's because, like, I was never scared of them or anything. Like, my mom always every time we would watch scary movies and stuff she would always like sit me down and be like you see him he's also in this movie and so she would always like make me realize that movies were fake and so and I'm still like the annoying person to this day when I watch a movie that's like oh this person's in this other movie you know what I mean so um and yeah, and then um, the thing with the Terrifier movies that I love so much is that they're done on such a low budget by Damien Leone. He literally did everything, like wrote it, directed it, uh, did the special effects, edited it, like everything. Um, and like, ter- like Terrifier 2, that whole entire movie was done for 250 grand. Like he, likes, he says a joke that that's like the budget of catering on a Marvel movie. Like that's, it's literally nothing. Um, So I think it's like impressive and I just more like the practical effects of it all. And um, I need to send you the behind the scenes of that and you'll laugh and be like, you'll laugh and be like, wow, this is. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. That's how they did it. Like it, they did, they shot it in like a barn in like, in like a shack in the middle of wow. nowhere because they couldn't use anyone's actual bedroom because they would just ruin it from all the blood. Yeah. And like, yeah, they just like tape her arm behind her back and she crawls and it's just prosthetics it's it's insane um our gr rancourt says smash that like guys it doesn't cost you anything to smash the fucking like smash the like subscribe my auntie debbie gives us like a tip of 15 dollars every time we get a thousand more i really want to go to her like lake house oh no i asked her about that she said yeah you guys can all go can like we you please go? Yeah, we'll ha- we'll I mean, we'll record like a live it's podcast. It's not like it's not like Vanderpump Rules going to, or it's not like the Hamptons. It's like, and like in the middle of nowhere in Alberta, Lake. Good, but, but I mean, it's. I mean, there's there's a liquor store down the street, so I'm so excited. So it's, we're fine. It's going to be such a change for me. I'm so excited. Oh yeah, you're going to love it. Um, yeah, do, but no, you don't like Tusk though. We had a whole bunch of listeners watch Tusk last week and like messaged me and was like, what the fuck? I didn't hate Tusk. I just, um, I'm more just of like a slasher type of person in general. Um, but Tusk was more, I don't know, Tusk was just weird. Like that's the only way I can describe that movie. So. <sighs> I mean, I like a horror movie like Paranormal Activity or The Ring, The Grudge, okay. All great Scream. Movies. Like where you don't really see anything. All right. Um, okay. You're not watching Cruel Summer, are you? I want to, but unfortunately in Canada, um, you, pay you, for gotta, it. you gotta pay a lot of money to watch it. So I've been paying for it because I am fucking hooked on this thing. They do a great... I mean, every single episode, the last five minutes has, like, an insane plot twist. So, 
I'm impressed with it. I think you would love it. And also you like music. I don't even care about music, but like you love music. So like you would, you would love this. Um, it's like set in the nineties or something, right? It's set in like, like these people are my exact age, like me and Carling's exact age where it's like 1998, 1999. Then the year 2000, they're like finishing high school. Um, Oh, uh, Mandesha says, where do you stand on Troll 2? That's interesting because me and Jody did um, a TRP episode on Troll 2. Uh, no, it wasn't on Troll 2. It was on um, like the worst movie ever made documentary and it's about Troll 2. And one of my friends is in the movie. I remember this. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, you got the like cameo. There was like a cameo involved. You like got oh, that's right. Jody had got us a cameo yes. from the guy. That's right. I forgot about that. I forget what it's called. It's like the worstest movie ever made or something like that. Um, I've never seen Troll Two, but I've seen that documentary. It's a great documentary, Justine. You should definitely watch it. And I think it's on like YouTube for like free. I feel like that guy is probably somebody that would go to like every con that oh, there he's is. Cody Brown. Like he yeah. is Cody Brown. He's just so proud of that one thing that he that he did. Um, okay. Uh, what else I got here? Uh, okay, I need to talk about the bear because I need. I'm I'm pleading for help here from all of you lovely listeners. Um, I my compute even my computer is confused as to where i am in the world even with my vpn i cannot sign up where in the world is amanda (laughs) where's amanda (laughs) i can't get hulu and it doesn't the bear season two just dropped i've been so fucking excited about it and it doesn't drop until july 18th on disney plus and i can't wait that fucking long if any of you guys have a login that you trust me with, like, I will, like, I'll give you, like, my, I don't know, I'll give you, like, my, uh, my, uh, my driver's license information or something, just in case. There's <laughs> gotta be some kind of way to watch it, but yeah, that's annoying because I loved The Bear season one, um, and then, yeah, I was like, oh, it's gonna be in Canada in, like, two weeks or something, it's fine, but then I saw July 19th, I'm like, why are the streaming so weird? It's very annoying. And I keep seeing like people posting on Facebook and TikTok like the bear season two was so good. And I'm like, this is fucking killing me. By the way, Amanda figured out it's called best worst movie. That troll two thing. I'll send it to you. You you would love it. You can knock it out. It's it's like a it's like an hour long documentary. Um yeah, if anyone wants to give me your login information for Hulu, pretty please. Um that's how I'm feeling you- right now with um, Bupkiss on Peacock because in Canada I, we don't have we don't have uh, Peacock in Canada, so it's on Showcase, which is like an actual an actual uh, cable show, and they're just showing it weekly here. And episode five just dropped. I don't know how many episodes there are, but I've been slowly having to watch it every week and. It's annoying knowing that if I were in the U.S., I would have been able to binge the whole thing. But um, I love it. Yeah, Bubkiss is good. And you you were saying on Resting Bitch Face that the casting of the younger Pete Davidson is so good. And he's Episode perfect. two. Yes. That's, that's the best episode so far. Uh, him with uh, Bobby Cannavale or whatever is like the uncle. Yeah. 
And Joe Pesci is his grandpa. Joe Pesci? Yeah, Joe Pesci's. And Edie Falco's his mom, which is so funny. There's like, there's like an episode where she's out eating and she's like, I'm Pete Davidson's mom. Like Marissa Tomei played me in the movie. Because in King of Staten Island, Marissa Tope. Oh my God, that's right. Oh, that's funny. I like that. Yeah, Yeah, I need to keep watching that. I'm still working my way through Top Chef now. Like, I'm. Do you think Pete Davidson's hot? I think he's got a big, big old dick. But like, when you look at him, are you just like attracted to him or no? Kind of, because I like like bulgy eyes. Mm-hmm. Because I have bulgy eyes and like the whole family. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. Somebody in high school asked me if I could see around corners. <laughs> they did. <laughs> uh, no, I, I like that kind of bulgy eye look. Uh, it's just very my my whole family. We're all Ukrainians, so we got all got big features. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what his like sex faces would look like though. They might be a little horrifying. Mm-hmm. See, every time I find myself starting to get attracted to him again, I just think about how he branded Kim Kardashian's name on him and he tattooed her kids' names on him. And then I'm just like instantly turned off again. What did he do with that? Did he get them covered up? He got the kids' names covered up, but like the branding, that's like in his skin. Like unless you get a tattoo over that, like that to me is just you're hot until you do something stupid like that you know oh no it's definitely stupid all right uh what else we got here i want to really quickly address this because it's not discussed enough in our society and people need to know about this and justine's the only other fucking person on earth i know that watches this um and it's like 100 years old love on netflix one of the best shows of all time it's a terrible title. I mean, it's a good title for the show, but like, it's hard. You can't type in. Yeah, love. you don't. By by just seeing like love, you have no idea what it's about for sure. Um, first of all, did you see Gillian Jacobs on Watch What Happens Live with Lala Ken? Yes, and I love how much of a fan she was. Like, because every answer that Lala gave, J- Gillian Jacobs would be like, like just like shocked. And I loved that. I made. I, I love that. that episode so much um, because it's things like that that make me like realize how good of an actor someone is because her mannerisms are so different than Mickey on the show. Like she is such a different person than Mickey. Well, um, even just her character between Community and Love is drastically different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even remember how I started watching Love. I think I saw that like judd apatow did it or something i feel like i watched i feel like i watched it like before i even heard of amanda loves to hate teen mom honestly like it when was, it first it came out on, on netflix yeah um and i've i've done a rewatch of it like three times probably it's so good oh i've done more than that um it's it's so good and it's so interesting how this even came into play that like Paul Rust would be cast as the lead in like a romantic comedy. Like, it's just like, I love the, cause he's got like, he's got a schnoz. I mean, and this is coming from someone with a schnoz, but like, he's got a schnoz. Yeah. He's got a schnoz. <laughs> he's got a schnoz. <laughs> but but, but he plays the character. So, exactly. He plays the character perfectly. It's like, I do believe that he could get a girl as hot as Mickey. And like, the well, all, situations all, all, that they yeah. go through and 
when you first watch it, you think it's going to be this whole like, oh, he's following her around like a puppy dog because it's like, oh, the guy's like after the hot girl or whatever. But, but it's not. It's not like that at all. It is so back and forth and so perfectly done. And it's a, well, for me, I would say if you're a fan of the movie Funny People that Judd Apatow also did. That's a great comparison. Did, and I love it's that movie. very like hilarious but also dark at the same time like perfect dark comedy like yeah and he's not like that in real life at all like i know everyone's sick of me talking about doughboys but he's like he's like the he's one of the top five guests on doughboys like they and they all know it like he's every time he's on an episode it's like a it spikes um and he's not like that at all he's just silly and he's got like this really high-pitched giggle and he's just like he's just very laughy and kind of goofy he's nothing like his character on love like i don't think he'd ever say anything mean about anybody in his entire life like he's just He's such a good actor. And then, of course, Mike Mitchell's in it. He's the fu- he's one of the funniest parts of the show. He is so effing funny on that show. He's perfect. And, like, him and Paul Russ have been best friends since they were, like, 20 and doing, like, improv. And, like, so many of the people, just from listening to Doughboys and, like, knowing all the guests, they all grew up together doing um, uh, UCB comedy. So their entire group of friends that like get together and do like the songs. Those are all like just people that they did use. Carlito's way. (laughs) (laughs) Mickey's like, yeah, uh, I was the girl that couldn't rhyme Carlito's way. And his friend's like, well, it's a hard word to rhyme, you know? Uh, No, it's (laughs) then Claudio Doherty is so good on it. The roommate. Um, Yeah. I think it's, and there's a lot of good, good one-off episodes too. Like that wedding episode. With the wedding Bear. episode, you know what episode is always like rent free in my mind is the episode where he takes her to the magic castle or whatever. <gasps> I would love that though. I, I would like, love this that is the too. Best date ever. It's and so then, cool. And then she's like more interested in the piano player playing uh, "Blister in the Sun." Come yeah, on, that's like the only Violet Femme song that anyone ever knows. It's. It's a great show. People need to talk so about good. it more. It's it's. I think it's one of Judd Apatow's best works too, because he loves yeah. to do his movies a little bit too long. But this is at least like episodic. And I wish and it would have like gone. one of the only things that doesn't has have a Leslie Mann in it. Like yeah, his daughter's in it, but she's incredible in she it. Is that is the she's like one of the best actresses yeah. out there. She's like thirteen in that show. Yeah, she's so good. Um. Yeah, it's it's different than his. It's she's better than mine. Yeah, it's different than what he normally does, but also on brand with him. So I would say, even if you're a fan of like Forty Year Old Virgin, like any of his movies, really, you would love the show. Just give it a chance. It's very good. Yeah, and it's also like time doesn't really go by between the episodes, so it's very bingeable. This is a very bingeable show. All right, uh, let's talk about the Belle of the Ball here. Let me find it. Uh, here we go. Oh, God. <sighs> it's happening. It's all happening. Two I'm episodes so, just seen. I'm so excited. And just it, like that. And just like that, those two episodes were everything I could have wanted and more. Yes, like, thank you. It, they were so bad, but perfectly bad. They were exactly as bad as the whole first season. 
and we need to talk about this really quickly. I want to give a shout out to Jen from Real Housewives Recaps on YouTube. Love her. Oh, she's great. She actually gave us a shout out uh, this week because I was texting her. It was like seven o'clock in the morning and I was texting her. She's like, oh, I'm already on the second episode. (laughs) We're just like bit. We're just screaming at each other through text about how bad this show is. Um, But it was everything like smash season one is perfect. And then season two, they fired all the writers and got good writers. And then it lost the magic of the hate watch. And they did not do that here. They almost doubled down. They just made it, oh, God. Okay, I don't even know where to start here. I I really want to take time with this. So who do you want to start with talking about? I mean, I want to start off with Che, but I feel like that's Obviously, no, let's start start with Che Hi, it's Che I mean, first of all, the Tom Sandoval jacket, right? Like the... I'm Che. I'm non-binary with like the lightning bolt blue jacket. I Please tell me you saw the meme. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the memes though? Someone put no. like a meme beside with Che with Tom Sandoval like performing at one of his shows beside with like the black blazer with the lightning oh, bolt. And it's like, oh my god. Um, che is the worst character ever. Do you think they're trying to make her redeemable? Because I feel like I'm like I don't no, need her character flushed out more. I I need I need them to just kind of be in the background and just come in and be annoying and then leave. But I don't, I don't want to feel sorry for them. Also, sorry to jump ahead, but there's another Vanderpump Rules crossover in and just like that. So <laughs> you know when Miranda's stranded at the beach and she calls uh, Chase yes. to come get her. So yeah. where they're stranded across from is the seafood restaurant where Jax proposed to Brittany on Vanderpump Rules. Oh <laughs> Are you like the only person on earth that knows that? Well, no, because I saw it on lines. Oh, okay. okay. I'm trying. Oh, here. I, f- I found the clip. Let's see. Can you see it? Yeah, yes. It. All right. Let me turn this up. This It's a two second clip, but it just tells you everything you need to know about what season two of Angela's like that is. What do you think? Hey, I'm non-binary. We got it. Hey, America, I'm non-binary. Like, shut up. Shut up. Che is the worst character ever. I think this is the true personality of the actor. Jay-Z says that, yeah. See, Uh, this is interesting to me because, Amanda, you know the actor before this i don't think i know the actor outside of this role honestly um i saw them on broadway in spam a lot and this is back when they went by she but i mean i guess i guess that doesn't matter but amazing voice and they seem cool people like seem to want to work with them and they were on gray's anatomy i but their instagram is just as cringy as che diaz is too it's like che diaz's instagram interesting but they know that they know that they're not liked so what do you do like what do you do if you're like an iconic character but you know that everyone hates you like do you double down you just just have to do the character because that's or do you try to make them likable because i feel like i'd want to make them likable because i can't stand the idea of someone not liking me yeah but at the same time when you like try too hard for someone to like you then like they're gonna hate you even more i feel i don't know 
I don't know what you do in that situation, but Grey's Anatomy is a wild show. That's a show that's I remember being in the eighth grade and coming to gym class and my gym teacher would literally look at everybody and go, so who watched Grey's Anatomy last night? And the girls in my class that watched Grey's Anatomy would like crowd around the gym teacher and they were like the teacher's pets and the people who didn't watch it were like on the outside. And I was in eighth grade a long time ago. Um, it's wild to yeah. me how long that show's been on for. I know it's. I've seen one episode of that show, and it was where everyone got shot. Um, but I also know that Mick Steamy is the hot dad from Euphoria, Cal Jacobs, Nate Jacobs' dad. Uh, no, he isn't. Yes, Mick Dreamy. Mick Dreamy is Sean Penn, but Mick Steamy is no, the hot dad from Euphoria. Dermot or something. It's not Sean Penn. Okay, same person. You should be yeah, sure. <laughs> Okay, there's, so there's also a McSteamy. Yes, I think so. Okay. okay. The Grace heads in the chat can confirm. Um, Andy Nowicki says, her and Cynthia Nixon keep doubling down on people hating the character because they're non-binary, but everyone keeps screaming, it's not that, they're just an awful character, as you both said. Yeah, and, well, I mean, I guess, is there anything more you want to say about Che Diaz before we move on to Miranda? Because that's really where most of my gripes is. Um, uh, just that, like, yeah, Che is just an annoying character, a bad person, not even funny. Like, e- like if your comedy, if your comedy concert, if your comedy act was that funny, at least then maybe I could get on board with you somewhat. But you're not even there. So, yeah. Well, it's the reason. Oh, Andy says, uh, Hi, uh, just about Miss McSteamy and yes hello Julie um Amanda says good god ladies I don't know what that's about I hope you're not yelling at us or something did we say something bad um <laughs> I know I'm so <laughs> nervous over that oh no you're we're fine. I I think um yeah Chase sucks and I think they're trying to make them more of a big character I don't care about them the people that I care about way less though are the entire three new characters that they Mm -hmm. added I don't need them at all at all I can really just handle it just with the three um with with Carrie Miranda Charlotte and Che I guess um I don't need I don't even know what the other names are of these women. Yeah, I agree with that. The woman who, um, she was Miranda's teacher the first season. Right. And her husband was like, they're like copying the movie Obsessed with Beyonce, where he's like in the hotel room with like the person he works with. And then she's like freaking out. Like, I don't know. Uh, Amanda says, no, just be Sean Penn, Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> to me, they're the same person. Sorry. I can see that. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, and then there's the one that is like an art collector that Charlotte loves. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was and very her husband strange. is George Washington from Hamilton. Yes. Okay. And then there's another one. Yeah. Who's the third one? They're all people who were brought in. Oh, Carrie's realtor. Right. Yes. The one that got her back on the SIGs. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, this show is about being so old. Carrie had to have hip surgery at 
50. So, I mean, at that point, why not just smoke cigarettes? So old. My favorite, though, who I always forget is in it until I watch it again is, um, can't think of his real name, but he's Runkle on Californication, uh, Charlotte's um, husband. Oh, um, yeah, and he's in, um, he's in The People versus O.J. Simpson. Is he? Evan Handler is his name. Evan Handler, yes. Runkle on Californication. Oh, good for him. I love Harry. Harry. Now, I could give two shits about Charlotte's two kids. They're both assholes and uh, the get a job. The one is like, you know, starting to be a musician and their their music. That song that they played was very much like a ripoff of Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. I was very upset over that. Um, but whatever. It's fine. Okay. Never heard any of those words before. Uh, <laughs> and then rock her other again it, this is another example of che diaz like that's fine that you're non-binary but it doesn't need to be every sentence of shove down our say. throats and every single we scene ever. yeah fine. They're, they treat the like, audience like we're stupid and that we don't get it and that like, we're all we racist it. and homophobic and we need to be taught something right we most of us are fine with all of that and we live in a society with all of these people and we just kind of go through our lives i don't need you to mention it every fucking time um let's talk about miranda now those teeth teeth the teeth haven't improved since season one probably gotten worse but um (laughs) The, okay, the beach episode, I'm like, she needs to be uh, in a conservatorship at this point. Because this woman cannot function by herself. She's going, like, off the rails. She's like, oh, my God, I lost my cell phone! Like, she, yeah. She, I'm I, like... I feel like with Miranda, they completely changed the character. And, like, yes, and it you know, correct me. me if I'm wrong. But I feel like Miranda used to be kind of the like strong independent one yes, the of all of them and was like, you know, we don't need men like we can do this on our own and men are just our background and stuff like that. And then now all of a sudden she's like, where's Shay? I need Shay. And it's uncomfortable almost. It's a completely different character. And I can't believe that she because she was just on Broadway with Laura Linney. Uh I mean, she's like my comparison of just pure beige. But anyway, uh, Laura Linney and her did a production of, and I can't think of the name. It's called like Two Women or Two Sisters or something like that, where they were on Broadway and they it's a two-person show and they would switch every night. Like they would each play like every char- like both characters. And then okay. one night they'd be this character and the other night they'd be that character. And I watched... Uh, you know, scenes from that. Cynthia Nixon's amazing. She's a great actress. For some reason, like, why would she let this happen? You've created this amazing, iconic character of Miranda in Sex and the City that a lot of women, like, look up to as this strong individual. Why would you let this happen? I know. It's very uncomfortable. Like, even that scene of her, like, putting on the strap on, like, why do first of all strap-ons don't look like that it's not like a full body thing like you can get a strap-on that's like just a little belt thing like we don't need to be dramatic about it 
And like, oh no, this was like a full like, and she couldn't figure out how to put it on. It was like from like the eighties or something, like a full on like has like suspenders. I don't understand. Like, we don't need this. This just makes the character look stupid. It doesn't make her look like sexually empowered in any way, or like, I feel like everything that the show was is like completely just taken away and like demolished by what they're doing now. Yeah, and like. even her putting on the strap on it's like do this in the least sexy way possible like what if you're like all like hot and bothered and you're like ready to like do it and like your partner is like putting on this display and she's just on the phone like uh yeah uh, miranda's just trying to figure out the strap on no problem it's like what is this there, the, the comfort level, oh, the comfort level that, and she's on the phone with Carrie, and Carrie's like, yeah, no biggie, yet she can't say the word vagina in an ad for her podcast. Also, it's not even, like, a sexual ad. It's about, like, vaginal health. Why can't you say this? You have a sex column. Yeah. Were you not a friggin' sex column writer for, I don't know, 30 years, however long, and all of a sudden you have a problem saying an ad about, like, Summer's Eve or whatever it was supposed to be? Like, excuse me, Carrie. Yeah, like, and vaginal health is important. Like, this should be something that you should want to help women with. I would love if Summer's Eve wanted the short store to be you know do an ad for them hell yeah i would do it like are you kidding me i have a ton of experience with summer's eve yes like and and then the whole the whole podcast shuts down because she wouldn't do this fucking um fucking ad and she's like oh that's too bad that's too bad that you know 50 people lost their jobs today she was making she was acting like that was an ad for like butt plugs and even then it wouldn't be that dramatic to do an Who ad cares? about like, she was acting like it was an ad for like an escort service or something like yeah it's, it's awful um holly says yeah. uh this is so disappointing the show used to be about friendship and sexual empowerment exactly yeah. so i was never like um a diehard of the a diehard fan of the show like since the beginning like i had seen a lot of episodes here and there but i got covid in like i think may um 2021 and i like binged the whole thing and um and i loved it I loved it. I had such a good time watching the show and there were so many like real funny episodes and it's become a parody of itself is yeah. what you it talk, is. Honestly. You have to watch it under the lens of this is not the same show and I don't consider it canon at all. Sex yeah. in the City stopped there and then now there's another show called In Just Like That. Yeah, Sex in the City and then the first movie and then second movie and then Just Like That can go together over here uh it's it's really rough it's really rough i mean who's a worse actress though uh now cynthia nixon or Kristen davis because she's doing a piss poor job too they have such different roles in the show um but cynthia nixon because Kristen davis the way she acts can kind of go with her character a little bit like i'm the dumb mom that just wants to wear a nice dress and go to the Met Gala 
Um, but Cynthia Nixon is supposed to be somebody going through like a huge life change and everything. And she's just horrible. But that doesn't turn you. It's, it, okay. So like you decide or you realize that you're gay or at least bisexual. That doesn't change your personality. It doesn't all of a sudden make you into this like 12 year old, like, uh, like groupie. Oh, and Che isn't God. funny either. And like Che, also Che is living in like a mansion with a pool <laughs> under the guise of doing a pilot. She probably got paid five grand for that. But she's living in this mansion with a this pool. huge mansion. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm in LA now. No big deal. Yeah, this is not the way Hollywood works. Um, but also Che's like, oh well. I, I want to be what was her problem with the show she had like some uh well some tony problem. danza was supposed to play her faja oh. in the show and she had dinner with him or sorry they had dinner with him and he was very upset because the character is italian and he is mexican or no vice versa right she or uh, che, they che is Mexican Irish, right? Which I think they actually are in real life, which is even more annoying to me. But they are, and Tony Danza is Italian, and Tony Danza's like, Look, I don't want to be Mexican, why don't we just make your dad Italian? And Che's like, Oh, I can't, I can't do this. I'm like, You shut the fuck up and take the paycheck. It's not like he's going, for, he's, it's not like he's he has to like go in blackface. It's a pretty, like, like, yeah, fine. Let him be Italian. Yeah. You can be half Italian, okay? Exactly. It's like a Hollywood role. It's like, look at the look at the little girl from Seventh Heaven. Obviously biracial. Plays a, <laughs> plays a white person on the show. The book, man, you know, sure. it's a TV show. We look past these things sometimes. Yeah, but, I mean, the show is bad. Am I going to watch it every Thursday or four, Friday yes. at four in the morning? Yeah. Every Thursday. Thursday is like my bad TV shows because um, not only is it and just like that drops, but also the Kardashians. So oh, both I don't of watch those that. are like first. You don't want to. It's horrible. But first thing on Thursday, it's like my bad TV. It's like, yes. Um, Rebecca says life change on the show equals brain yep. character transplant. Yep. Yeah. And the show, love you both, Straight Rebecca. Up. Yeah. Awful. But what do you think like, that uh, Samantha's cameo is going to be? Do you think it's I gonna think gonna it's going like... to be the last minute of the last episode and she'll be like, OK, hang up. Do you Carrie's think she's like, even going to talk? I think she'll talk and I think it'll be on a cell phone. There's no way she's appearing in a scene with any of these women. She'll that's be what like I in think. London and it'll be like a phone call and she'll say like, it'll be like an under five. She'll be, she'll be paid SAG minimum for it. No, actually that's not true. She probably got paid so much money for this. Cause like, that's such a great, that's such a great hook for people. I know. I mean, I'd watch it no matter what, but like knowing that Samantha's coming, I mean, that is annoyingly exciting to me. I agree. Yeah, I think she's going to be last episode, last 10 seconds. And I don't, I'm not even going to give them as far of credit to say that she's going to talk. I think they're just <laughs> going to like show her like getting on an airplane or something and like flipping her hair. 
like getting on an airplane and like that's but how even that, that the I'd season be like, ends. I'd be completely satisfied with that. It's true. I don't actually oh, care God. what happens to any of these people. I, I want Miranda, I want the whole show to end with Miranda getting back together with Steve. Is, um, I don't know the actor who plays Steve, forgive me, but is Steve supposed to be on this season? Do we know? Or? David, David Eigenberg. God, these, this is the information I keep in my head somehow. But yeah, um, I think he is. Is he? He should be. He's like one of the most lovable characters. I know. He needs to be, honestly. Um, I want to see him on this season fighting for Miranda. Miranda! Miranda! Just hashtag justice for Steve. Going back to Real Housewives recaps. She says it best. Justice for Steve. And uh, and Aiden's coming. So can't wait to see how they fuck up that storyline that they've already fucked up. Uh, in Sex and the City movie too, but uh, I mean seriously, if you guys, if you guys just want some complete trash hate watching, nothing's been done as well since the first season of Smash. Um, let's round it out here with um, the fact that um, some birthday wishes are in order. Justine, how are the crowd <laughs> celebrating? Her eighth birthday, Justine, yesterday. You missed it. Listen, I love you, Amanda, but I'm I'm full team Jody on this one. <laughs> I think this is the weirdest effing thing ever. I do not condone this. And I also am am thinking that like this isn't the same crab. I feel like That's what there's, been, said there's been multiple <laughs> Howies throughout the past however many months. Um Look at this. It's her birthday. Look I mean, at I don't like the seafood guy. thing. Well, she's not seafood. She's a okay, pet. Just this, this crap has been alive for eight years. We're yeah. supposed to believe that. Okay. Well, Justine. Now, here's another one. Look at that. She's giving a high five. She's got a little birthday like hat it. on. I don't like well, it. Well, high five. She can give a high five, Justine. I don't like it. No, it's listen, weird. Howie's is it here we go now look at this uh molt watch 2023 hashtag howie the crab she's coming up in another molt justine seems like only yesterday i watched that thing for two hours molt i don't like that babe this is a dangerous one she's getting older she might not she might not make it through this one what would how would you feel about that wouldn't you feel so bad uh nope (laughs) this is somebody's pet i don't care it's weird Go well, get a dog. Go get a cat. Even, even, yeah, I mean, even. I agree go with that. get, go get a hamster. They do. Something. They have like a gopher at edge. Go get a friggin' goldfish, like a normal. They have goldfish. all of that. They have every animal you could fucking name, except a dog. I don't think they have a dog, but they have a cat, a squirrel, a squirrel. They have a squirrel that they've domesticated. Bird, a hedgehog, two cats. I think actually. No dog. And, and a crab. And a fucking... <laughs> but Molt Watch. So I'll keep you updated on that, Justine. I know you're worried. Uh, Amanda's going to be wearing the hoodie when she picks me up from the airport. I'm going to buy Molt you a Watch hoodie. 2023. <laughs> if I bought you a Howie the Crab shirt, would you wear it? Um, Conversation piece. 
I would if it said like love to hate everything pod or something on the back. But if it was just Howie, then no. I, okay, so you buy a love to hate everything shirt, and then on the back it's like a like a like a real size crab, so it looks like there's a crab hanging off your back. Sure, cool. yeah, I like that. All right, um, <laughs> I think that's it. Oh well, let's go through our uh, quick fire questions here quickly. Oh God, okay. All right, Aunt Diane, drunk or tooth abscess? Drunk. Right. I mean, it's pretty easy. Uh, One of my all-time favorite documentaries, I will say, um, very jarring and disturbing if you don't know what to expect before going into that one. Oh, you're going to see her dead body. They they do not warn you at all. I should should just there. And uh, I can I can pull that up in my brain at any given second. I Same. know exactly what it looks like. I know exactly her, her arms like up here. I remember everything. Um, okay, Elisa Lamb, manic episode or was it paranormal? I don't know too much about this, but I'm gonna say manic episode. Right, but if you watch the video, so she like comes in and she keeps like looking out to like I guess that could be part of the manic episode, but she keeps like looking. And then the elevator doesn't close. She pushes all the things. And then the elevator won't close. And then she goes out and she's like talking to somebody. And her arms are doing like this. Her hands are doing this weird thing. And then she leaves. And then the second she like goes out of frame, the elevator door is closed. And then it starts going up all the floors. I need to rewatch it before I give an educated answer, I guess. Well, it's right up your uh, it's right up your alley because it's like horrifying and you like that shit. <laughs> all right. Stevie Wonder, blind. Not not fully blind, visually impaired. Yeah, that's actually probably the real blind. answer. <laughs> not fully blind. blind hey, I I saw that video of him catching the mic stand. There's no way. I mean, he caught it. No one else caught it. No one else he even grabbed too, for it. He was hashtag too quick. <laughs> okay. All right. Who killed John Benet? Uh, I don't know enough about this one either. Um. What does Julie say? The the Santa, creepy Santa. But me and Jody think Burke. Okay, I'll go with uh, Santa. I'll go with Team Julie. You'll go, you're, yeah, you'll go with your. I've never watched like a documentary on that or anything. Watch I guess the I fucking CBS to. thing. It's two parts. You're gonna. It's gonna blow your fucking mind. Okay. Um, Natalia Grace, child or adult? Ooh, this one's hard. Um, I'm gonna say teenager right somewhere in the middle yeah like 14 youngest like 19 oldest that probably shouldn't have been left on her own to like carry her huge enormous like in the documentary she's like pushing out these like trash barrels like i can barely do that and i'm like a life-size person yeah (laughs) i struggle like i feel like either way it was a bad situation um but I don't think it was like um, an orphan situation like the trailer for it made us out to believe like it was. Right. Um, I wish okay. so. Uh, okay. Who is oh, Adnan? What are your thoughts on Adnan? Guilty or innocent? I don't and know if, that one enough. Sorry. You don't? Okay. Serial podcast? I, I, I don't know. That Sorry. is crazy. You haven't, listened to that. you haven't listened to that. Okay. Um. Okay. Who's the main villain on Sister Wives? Cody or Robin? Mary. Okay, we'll we'll explain yourself then. I just think Mary's the worst. I just I 
I watching the show, I just do not like her the most. I think she's horrible. I think she she gives me uh, Katie Maloney vibes in the way where it's just like you are a miserable person and it's seeping yeah. through your pores. Like dark, dark cloud. But I how think, would how I would think Mary this... not being there have fixed anything? Um, I mean, it wouldn't have because Mary was first wife. So I feel like the whole family wouldn't have happened if it weren't for her. Because I feel like if it was a different wife being wife oh, number one, then they probably would have like wanted other wives to come in you know what i mean that's a good point um, actually yeah but between robin and cody i definitely think cody i mean i think that robin is like a dumb biatch yeah. but i think she's unfortunately just like a product of her environment like she just doesn't know any better and uh they're both horrible but, cody. but do you think she's manipulative like do you think that she, this is exactly what she wanted I don't know. I don't know if I think that that's what she wanted. I think maybe she wanted to be like the favorite wife. I don't know if she thought she wanted to be the only wife. Can you imagine Cody just being around? Like when you wake up, his energy. It's like, I haven't oh, even had my God. coffee yet. I need you to go into the other room. <laughs> I just can't picture how he would be in the morning. Like, you know, he's one of those people that's like yelling first thing in the morning. Like, Oh, yeah. And he jumps out of bed. Robin, I have to go to the gym and work out my gluteus maximus. <laughs> my gluteus maximus is on fire. All right. Um, let's see. Um, what's the most... Okay, well, this for you. I can't wait to hear this answer. What's the most fucked up movie you've ever seen? Oh, I like dark movies. I like movies that make me feel uncomfortable. Um, the first one that comes to my mind is probably Kids oh my god kids. kids that one stuck like, with me that yeah. one made me want to use condoms sometimes at least <laughs> every so often I mean. kids is a classic like scare you away from some yeah. some stuff um uh another one dear zachary i think it's called it's a documentary yeah. that one really stuck with that me one kind of shows the problem with canadian uh the canadian yeah. law system, uh laws or legal system yeah if anyone wants a documentary that's gonna kind of haunt them for a little bit watch that one that one uh but really it's also kind of easy. funny like i'm impressed with how it's produced because they show a lot of like footage of them talking about is his name travis Mm, I might be thinking of something else. Um, oh, of the dad, um, right? And it's funny, like it, it, it's it's lighthearted. But then at the end, like my God, you're like, and I was shocked when you find out what happened. It's yeah, shocking. you watch this and you're like, what is what is what am I watching? And then it just kind of happens out of nowhere. That's a very dark one, and it gets worse and worse and worse and worse, and it's just unbelievable. And then like. Uh, but but it's it's it is heartwarming. It's not a rewatchable movie, really. But sorry Good. to bother you. Have you seen that? Um, I haven't seen that. I know that it's it's the one where they like turn into horses or something. That sounds up my alley. <laughs> yeah, you probably, you probably would like it. <laughs> um, it's like I think it's about like it's a a black guy and he does like a he's a phone operator but they make him talk in like 
like white people sp- like voice. Okay. That's all I really know about it. And then there's like somebody wearing a horse head in it. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you probably would like it. Okay. Um, what would your last meal be? Ooh. See, I'm chicken wings. Chicken wings, um, like a street meat hot dog, like specifically the hot dog vendor outside of Blue Jays games, like that guy. Okay. Um, yeah, some chicken wings, some like French fries, some pizza, like all the basic Just, like, trash. Food. Love it. And I and love a glass it. of Pinot Grigio with it. You wouldn't well, obviously I'd be wasted. <laughs> I don't even need to eat. Just like get or, me as as Or I would do like a nice steak dinner cooked rare some like mashed potatoes on rare. the side i'm a rare girl too. i love i love my meat like very rare bloody yeah. love oh, it yeah. um i love like a sirloin rare with a teeny bit of blood some mashed potatoes and gravy and you know let's just go with like the keg theme and like a loaf of bread with like that whipped butter that butter. whipped yeah. butter <laughs> so um, good no craft dinner for you huh Listen, I used to love craft dinner as a kid, but as I got older, I don't I I still like box mac and cheese, but I don't like the craft dinner brand anymore. Oh, I interesting. Like, I like the president's choice brand better. Oh, I don't like that one, babe. I like the white cheddar president's choice one. Okay. I feel like I do the, like white cheddar. Yes, so good. I feel like the regular craft dinner one is too they changed the recipe over the years. It's too like they watery have. now. I agree. Um, I make, I mean, you should come over and try my. I was going to say, but I'll let you make it for me (laughs) and see how I like it. I mean, it has a lot of butter in it. It's like, oh, that's three times the butter that they recommend. Do you, do you like put anything on it? Like, do you put like ketchup or anything weird on it? Okay. Oh, no, I just put salt. I I put Himalayan pink salt and uh, pepper. All right. Um, And lastly, what's your desert island TV show? Ooh, such a good one. Um, Jody says it's so no side salad. <laughs> you and Justine aren't eating side salad. Um, I don't even eat like healthy when I go to eat at restaurants. Like I eat healthy when I'm uh, when I'm like at home, but even when I yeah. go out to eat, I'm like, yeah, I feel like Not I here. need I need to cheat right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, when I, we go to if, when we do go to Stampede, even if it's all the way next year, like. Don't eat for two days prior because oh, we're gonna go. We are doing a like food yeah. day, and then in the evening we'll do like drinks. I know I really want to come this year though because Paulie D's performing. Like, how I'll much fun would back. it be to go see him there? You might come back. Um, Desert Island TV show. I want to say like maybe the original Jersey Shore. Um. Okay. Yeah. Or like friends, maybe. Or friends is good. Um, you need to pick something with a lot of seasons, so those are both I know. good. I know. Uh, yeah, I would say those, or like Vanderpump Rules, or Real Housewives of Atlanta, something like that. All right. I mean, not none of us have said Sister Wives, but I might say Sister Wives because I can always have that on in the background. Always. See, if I'm on a desert island, though, I don't know how comforting it would be to watch them. I feel like they would just give me more anxiety. Yeah. It's like mustard I, I on mac and cheese. I could, I could see it. Because mac and cheese, when like you make it, like southern mac and cheese has mustard in it. 
like baked mac and cheese, real mac and cheese. There's mustard in it. Mm. He's a little chick. I guess it's one of those like don't knock it till you try it type of things. Right. But I feel like if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And just that box mac and cheese, mm, it's perfect. True. Um, Let's see. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Uh, once again, this week, Love to Hate TV on Patreon. Vegas Surprise. Fucking Robin. Uh, and uh, as Queen of Hearts. And Dead to Me, the pilot. And uh, that's on TRP. And smash that like, you guys. Come on. Just give it a little smash. Just a little one. And uh, lastly here, Justine, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you uh, talk about your two podcasts again really quickly. Resting Bitch Face, go subscribe. It's free everywhere you listen to podcasts. And just listen to our unfiltered takes about everything. And the Shore Store is just me talking about Jersey Shore, recapping all things Jersey Shore, Florabama Shore, etc., um amanda's been on there a bunch and go listen if you're a fan of jersey shore yeah and um amanda loves to hate teen mom make sure you check that out it's on our patreon as well and justine's coming on which episode are you doing the white ball i am definitely doing the episode where caitlin crashes tyler's bachelor party at the strip club with butch that's but farrah also gets kicked out of the white party it's the same episode Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, it's Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump. It's Lisa Vanderpump's party. And then Farah's like, well, it's because I'm on this show, Teen Mom. It's because I'm on this <laughs> trashy it. show called Teen no, Mom. Not because you sat right down on a dick with your And then Deb ass. is like licking her ass, like, no, Farah, I think that the work you've done for the teen parent community is beautiful. You've been such an inspiration, Farah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a super quick question to ask yeah. you if you're okay really of course. quick. Oh, yeah. um, since, since we barely talked about Vanderpump. Okay. Um, so one of my all-time favorite podcasts, Beyond the Blinds, uh, mm-hmm. I stole a bunch of questions from them, but one of them I find is super interesting. Um, if Scandaval was a, like a movie that was getting made with Hollywood actors, who would you cast to play the roles in it? Okay, so like I feel like a young Johnny Depp I'd put as Sandoval. Interesting. I, I feel can like he's see very that. Scarfy. Like, like he's very baby like, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Like okay. or just even just a Tim what's his name? Tim Burton Johnny Depp. Right. Just kind of like eyeliner Johnny Depp. Like, I mean, he's like Willy eyeliner. Wonka Johnny Depp. Yeah. Tom yeah. Schwartz. I say Ashton Kutcher as Tom Schwartz. Oh, that's perfect. I watched an old episode of Punked, um, and like Ashton Kutcher had like you know the early two thousands like trucker hat on with like the jeans, and I'm like Tom Schwartz still dresses like that. They that's good, yeah. Ashton Kutcher because he's like he's like an idiot, but like you kind of have to like him. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, Okay, the girl. Okay, so who would be Raquel? Like, would it be like a Kim Kardashian, maybe? No. Um, someone like younger than Kim. But like, I feel like we can age them down to like when they were in their, when they were younger. And also, everyone in Scandaval is like in their thirties or forties. I know. Um, crazy. I feel like you know who would play a really good Kristen Doty. 
I can't even think of her name. Dave Franco's wife. Uh, oh, she's in that movie Horse Girl. Yeah, yeah, she would be like a good Dodie. Okay, I can see the Allison. Yes, Al- yes, yes, Allison Brie. Well, um, okay, I, I feel like um, Ariana would be like a Jennifer Aniston, like girl next door type, Reese Witherspoon, or even like a Margot Robbie. Oh, I love Margot Robbie. Yeah, who would be Raquel though? Like, it needs to be someone like that's just like, like, okay. How about Tori Tori Spelling? Yeah, Tori Spelling could do it for sure. Yeah. What like about Adam. Sandoval? Like Johnny Depp. Oh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um. What about cool. like Jax Taylor? Oh, Jax. Ooh, I mean Brad Pitt. Channing Tatum. They used to live together. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, Channing Tatum and Jax Taylor were roommates back in the day. Who'd be Katie? God, Katie Holmes. <laughs> K- Katie Holmes sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she's not really involved in it, so. But wait, but you who, need who, all of them. You need a James in there. You need an Allie. So who's James? God, some like skinny, coked out person. Yeah, but they need to have an accent. They have to. I know. Who's a skinny, coked out English person or or Australian? You could be an Aussie. I feel like Jason Russell Momoa Brock. could do Brock. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> obviously, yeah. Yeah. Right, let's do Russell Crowe as uh, James. Oh my god! But like young, young, young. Yeah. All right, I like that. I feel comfortable with that. So funny. All right, well, let's wrap this up here. Uh, you got any any last thoughts? Did you have fun? I had so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Um, looking forward to and just like that next week. Oh my god! Well. Text me. We'll text each other at four in the morning, ultimately. For sure. It's happening. Okay. Uh, all right, guys. Um, thank you. Let me get this outro lined up. And look, uh, subscribe. Smash that like. Check out our Patreon. Check out Justine's two podcasts and her Patreon. And I guess that's it. And you're all adults. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for joining us today on our We Love to Hate Everything channel. Please do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Give us a like or even a comment and click on that bell if you want notifications because you never know when we might pop up and go live. Please check out our other two podcasts on Patreon where we snark on even more TV, movies, and pop culture. We got Total Request Podcast, that's patreon.com slash trpod, and we love to hate TV, patreon.com slash love to hate TV. Thanks again, and we will see you next time. Thank you. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.